Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The carpro.com talk line 800-905-0989. Let's go to Phil in Central and talk to him. Phil, Donald Trump, the Space Force, what's going on, man? What is this national security threat? I have no idea, but Donald Trump got made fun of for creating the yeah, Space Force. He did. He did. Remember, they even, even Steve Carell had that parody show about the, uh, the Space Force, didn't he? Oh, yeah. And yeah. there was also a, a song made about it that I found hilarious. I was getting ready to listen to it. And guess what? He's proven right again. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is he, what the Space Force was meant to do. Yeah, so, so why the heck does anybody want to argue with him anymore? He's been proven right so many times. You are absolutely right, Phil. How many times does a guy have to be right before you actually believe him? I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you. Dean is in Cashville. Wants to talk about dating uh, in modern times. How you doing, Dean? No, not bad, Charlie. Not bad. You were talking about AI and relationships with big air quotes. Right. Uh, the, the reason, one reason this is an issue, probably not the only reason, but guys, we have reached a point in society where when all men who approach women are creeps, only creeps will approach women. Yep. And young men for two generations have been wired you don't be pushy. And, okay, that's true, but they stopped approaching women. And the ultimate, you know, obviously there are places guys can go where, uh, you know, they can um, approach women, but that at least involves a tip. Yeah. (laughs) This is a show that conservative people listen to. Yes. If they they know a guy who right now on Valentine's Day is they're a great guy, but they're not approaching women because they haven't been taught that it's okay and how to. Right. And the the solution the solution is for one person, one guy to teach a guy how to do it. People used to do this, now they don't, and AI is not the solution, and neither is anywhere that takes chips. You're right. Charlie, 
Thank you for sharing this with us. Keep up the good work. I appreciate it, Dean. Thank you. Ron is in more. Ron, yesterday was Shrove Tuesday. It was Pancake Day. Tell us about your grandma's pancakes. Well, I'm, I'm French, and my grandmother was French, but every Sunday uh, she would make crepes, and she called crepe Suzettes. Right. And like when you talked about them, it reminded me of them. Cause they're just, it's not like a real thick pancake. Yeah. But she'd make them for everybody. And after she made it, she'd put some blueberries, oh. some bananas, uh, whatever she had, some strawberries, and roll that sucker up. <laughs> that sounds good. Man, I'd, t- I'd take one of those right now. Right now. I <laughs> and, really would. Yeah. And you could you put... Uh, she had, she'd have stuff on the table where if you wanted to put whipped cream on it or if you wanted to put uh, Vermont maple syrup, real yeah. maple syrup, and just slice that thing up, man, I'll tell yeah. you. It's good. I mean, I, I I like the thick, fluffy pancakes, but, boy, those, uh, those thin crepe-type pancakes, they are fantastic. Ron, I appreciate you sharing that. So here we are. We've got a national security crisis. Could have to do with Russia. And space. Today, of all days, Valentine's Day. A Wednesday. But it's not just that. It's the day after, directly, Mayorkas was impeached. It's the day that Mike Johnson said no to this ridiculous spending bill. And it's even more than that, ladies and gentlemen. It is more than that. There's a new report that the Obama administration was, and this is nothing new to us because we knew they were doing it. The Obama administration spying on the Trump campaign. Of curating the 2016 Russia collusion hoax by asking foreign intelligence agencies to illegally spy on the Mm. Trump campaign. Lucas Tomlinson in Washington with more. Lucas. Good early morning, Carly and Todd. This report from Substack citing multiple unnamed sources claims the U.S. intelligence community asked foreign spy agencies to help spy on more than two dozen associates of Donald Trump in the run up to the 2016 election. It reads in part, quote, President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes to target. A source confirmed that the IC had identified them as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and misinformation. Now, the Five Eyes nations are the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Here's one of the reporters, Michael Schellenberger, who spoke to Jesse Waters last night. If this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. The report was released at the same time House conservatives are preparing a bill that would reauthorize Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act that allows the government to collect communications from foreigners abroad. And today, the House Rules Committee is set to meet over that FISA reform bill. So let's let's think about this. Let's think about this. The FISA bill is about to expire. That's about to go away. Now we've got evidence according to the Substack report, that the Obama administration, because remember, in the Durham report, they kind of said that Hillary Clinton and the mainstream media 
was actually behind the whole Russian collusion. And it also pointed, you know, fingers at the intelligence community as well. Now we're hearing that it was the Obama administration that got Brennan and his acolytes to actually contact the Five Eyes countries and openly spy on Trump associates. So you've got that. Now, could you think of a better reason to shut down these FISA warrants than that report? No, I couldn't think of a better one, except if there was a national emergency, a, a grave security threat. So obviously we got to send, spend more money, send more money to Ukraine. And obviously we got to keep the FISA program going because we've got to make sure that, you know, we catch the ne'er-do-wells. They've always got an ace up their sleeves. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So the Senate sent over that $95 billion foreign aid package that $60 billion would go to Ukraine. And, 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 you know, Ukraine companies, Ukraine businesses, Ukraine retirement accounts, things like that. Well, Mike Johnson said this thing just isn't going to even get to the floor of the House. Regarding the border, you know... (laughs) Talk about the American people not being listened to. They are crying out to the Biden administration to secure the border. This is not a Republican issue. It's an issue for every single person, and everybody knows it. We know the stories of children being poisoned by fentanyl and cities being overwhelmed by migrant surges. We know House Republicans have shown that we are listening to and, and, and holding the administration accountable for this catastrophe. We're listening to the people. We're taking action to hold Biden accountable. Last night, the House voted to approve articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We had to do that. He has abdicated his responsibility, he's breached the public trust, and he's disregarded the laws Congress has passed. But, but much more has to be done, of course, to secure the border. And what the Senate produced this week is silent on that issue. Senator McConnell and I have spoken about this in frank sessions, and let me be clear here again this morning. The Republican-led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans. On Valentine's Day, this is a good day to point this out. You need to listen to the American people and their needs and take action. And that's why House leadership will continue to govern with Americans' interests at heart. All right, so we're going to have to see exactly how... They follow up with those remarks. We're going to see how they follow up. Will they cave again? I mean, especially now that we got this national security threat going on. It's a Russia, Russia, Russia. It's a Russia, Russia, Russia. In fact, there was a, there's another thing that got released here over the past couple of days. The Congressional um, Budget Office, they released a report about what in the world is going on with this country and the financial mess that we're in. 
this is not going to surprise you. Now, it may surprise your liberal neighbor. It may surprise your liberal aunt or uncle. It may surprise your crazy liberal brother-in-law. But it's not going to surprise you. The CBO released a report that said it was not, as many people in the media often claim, the Donald Trump tax cuts that caused this financial mess. No, you know what it was? Reckless spending. Reckless spending like we've been doing in Ukraine from day one. $223 million every single day over at least the past year and a half. $233 million a day we've been spending. If you look at the um, national debt clock, and it's got a little time machine on it, if we continue the spending the way we are right now, in 2028, February, this day, 2028, 2028, we're going to be $46, $46 trillion in debt. And not only that, from also what it said, we're only going to be getting about $6 trillion in revenue. So we're going to be spending $40 trillion above what the federal government brings in. That's pretty amazing. And all of that is because of reckless spending, is because of what this Biden administration considers, considers their priorities. And I got a little hint for you. It ain't you. It's illegal immigrants. They want, and people say, well, why don't you do anything about the border? They don't want to do anything about the border. The Democrats don't want to do anything about the border. They want it wide open. They literally want it like the Wild West down in Brownsville and Eagle Pass, Yuma. That's what they want. They want those thousands of people coming across because if they didn't, they would stop it. So they come across with this uh, ridiculous bill the other day that does not address the border. And, And you've got people in the mainstream media literally lying through their teeth about what's in the bill. Literally lying. Saw one um, report on, uh, I think it was CNN or MSNBC or whatever. I mean, she had a congresswoman on there and she was she just lied. We know that this package that they, uh, the, you know, the border deal was going to allow 5,000 illegal aliens across our border a day. It actually had a minimum of 1,400 a day, and it could be bumped up to 8,300 a day. It did nothing to shut the border down. Absolutely nothing. And even worse than this, do you ready for this? Because if you think it's getting worse, yes, it can get worse. Here we go. Now, because of budget cuts, and this is another thing they're going to blame on Republicans, right? So just get ready for that. Because of budget cuts, the Border Patrol is going to be forced to release people they have in custody. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean? You mean send them home? No. You mean send them to my home? Yes, exactly right. They've got these people in custody. They really, 
You know, they got no identity. We don't know who they are. Something ain't quite right about them. So we're we're not giving them the, the parole at the border. We're actually detaining them. But now because of budget cuts from the Biden administration, they're going to have to open the doors and release a huge number of these people into the interior of the United States. How about that? How about that? Now, are they going to send them home? No, of course not. Of course not. So, I'd say, hey, Charlie, that's crazy. We better raise taxes, right? Right, we ought to. Ought, 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 ought to raise the, the taxes immediately. You know that's what they want. You know that's what they want. So, anyway, things are nuts right now. And again, we know nothing about the security crisis, whatever the security issue that they were talking about in the uh, House Intelligence Committee. But uh, uh, a lot of people saying it's got something to do with, with Russia and space and all of that. So coming up in just a few minutes, do you remember Rachel Dolezal? She was the woman the that was the head of the um, Sacramento NAACP. And this is a fine African-American woman, except we found out that she was not African-American, that she was faking being African-American. She was lying about being African-American. You're not going to believe what she's doing now. Yeah, just in time for Valentine's Day. We'll have that for you coming up in just a minute. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. So what is the national security threat? Uh, Jake Sullivan was talking in the White House today. Let's hear what he said. I'll ask you about Israel in a second, but just a quick follow-up just to put this to rest. Obviously, the House Intelligence uh, Chair speaking out about a imminent, or he doesn't say imminent, serious national security threat. The lack of your ability to say anything has the potential to raise distress for some Americans. In the simplest of terms, can you tell Americans that there's nothing they have to worry about right now in terms of what he describes as a national security threat? Look, I think in a way that question um, it is impossible to answer with a straight yes, right? Because Americans uh, understand that there are a range of threats and challenges in the world that we're dealing with every single day. And uh, those threats and challenges range from terrorism to state actors. And we have to contend with them, and we have to contend with them in a way where we ensure the ultimate security of the American people. I am confident that President Biden, in the decisions that he is taking, is going to ensure the security of the American people going forward. And I will stand here at this podium and assert that, look you in the eye with confidence, that we believe that we can and will and are protecting uh-huh. the national security of the United States and the American people. Perfect. You. You're really, you're really going to say that Biden is competent in doing anything? Bonnie is in Taylor's. Bonnie, what do you think this national security threat is? Well, for one thing, you're giving somebody intelligence, the intelligence, whatever, that they don't have, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> it's a smokescreen to cover up all the major other BS that's going out there. Yep. Suddenly I- we have a national security t- threat. I mean, you know, 
Even I'm not that stupid. Well, <laughs> Bonnie, I am certain you are not. I appreciate it. But look, I mean, look at it. We we got we got uh, we got Johnson shooting down that that uh, foreign aid spending bill that was going to Ukraine. We got Mayorkas being impeached, and when you just and then we've got that report about Obama spying on on the Trump campaign. When you put all of those things together, that's when an emergency happens. And we all saw the movie Wag the Dog. We all know that this has happened time and time again. So what is it? I mean, if, if, it's, if it's important enough for members of Congress to look at, then isn't it important enough for us to look at? But, but for, uh, for, for Sullivan to get up there and say that, oh, boy, we, we, oh, yeah, we, we're confident— could this just be another thing to to take our eyes off that uh, her report that said Joe Biden is mentally incompetent? Well, I mean, after all, the media has been doing that since it came out. Listen, the word of the day in this report came out to describe the uh, uh, descriptions was gratuitous. And I think that was right. There were cheap shots. I found some of the language in the report a little bit gratuitous. I oh. think that this uh, special counsel report was gratuitous. This gratuitous, gratuitous language that he gratuitous. used. Gratuitous language about gratuitous. his mental acuity. A very gratuitous hypothetical about gratuitous. Biden's age. And I think the word gratuitous is generous. There was gratuitous. so much unnecessary, inflammatory, and partisan kind of language that was ah, used yeah. about President Biden in there. There's a Justice Department tradition that you don't interfere with presidential elections. This seems like the height of interference. It's gratuitous. Republicans making hay out of the gratuitous age comments in the gratuitous. report. This is a little bit, in my view, beyond editorial it is gratuitous political hackery. All of the other language, we use the word extraneous, we, are, we use the word gratuitous, but like I said, I think those are generous words. Those are just actually too nice to say. They were not supposed to be there. <laughs> gratuitous. Apparently, they all got the memo. Every single one of them got the memo from the White House. Here are the words you use. Gratuitous, number one. That's what you got to use. This uh, and, and and for them to come out and talk about uh, uh, interfering in an election, oh my word! You want to talk about the uh, the pot calling the kettle black? They're the experts at election interference, especially the Democrats, especially our intelligence community. Very very good at election interference. You know it. I know it. They know it. They just don't want to admit it. Uh, the carpro.com talk line 800-905098989 800-905098989 the common central retirement planning text line 71307 well we got some bad news the republicans used to have a i don't want to use the word comfortable but used to have A little bit of advantage in the House of Representatives used to have a little bit of advantage. And over the past, I would say over the past year, maybe even a year and a half, we have seen that advantage slip away and erode and erode and erode. And all of these members of Congress that got together and voted and voted to kick out George Santos. We're going to get rid of that guy. And then you had uh, what? Bowtie McHenry said he was going to step down, yada, 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 whatever. Well, how is it looking now? How does the Republicans' advantage in the House of Representatives look 
right now because guess what? We lost another one. Another loss for the GOP under Ronna Romney McDaniel. Another one. How many times does this woman have to be beaten before she admits that she is not up to this job and she is, I mean, here we are, New York's third. Republicans got beat in that one. And that was that was the, the, the district that George Santos, of all people, won. Now, I will give the, uh, and I forget who the guy is the one, but uh, but he ran on basically law and order and immigration. That that was his. That, those were his two main things. But uh, but uh, then again, he's a Democrat, so you never really know if he was telling the truth or not, because you never can with those people, right? But it doesn't matter. Ronald, and and here's the thing, though, the RNC's broke. They got no money to be spending around. Why? Because they were spending it on flowers and they were spending it on limos. While the Democrats were using their money to uh, send out, get out the vote text and uh, updating voter, voter databases and actually contacting people. So once again, the GOP, this is another loss for the GOP. Now, you know, a lot of people out there going to try to blame it on Trump and he Trump, 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 Trump. Well, that's just not the truth. The truth is Ronna McDaniel is not up to the job. Not up to the job. So, uh, Charlie, important note is several Democrats have stepped outside the Washington bubble and realized that Joe Biden is the national security threat. Yes, they are. Hey, Charlie, haven't you realized it yet? The left are holier than thou, and they're not afraid to make sure you let them know it, even if the standards are, oh, no, I'm very well aware of that. Um, Charlie, in my Samuel L. Vo- Samuel L. Jackson voice, go ahead, say gratuitous one more time. What's <laughs> there? What'd you get? Mm, hamburger, delicious part of any nutritious breakfast. My girlfriend's vegan. That makes me a vegan. You mind if I try some of yours? As I love that scene. I love the breakfast scene. In that movie, really, really good. Oh my goodness! All right, uh, again, the CarPro.com talk line eight hundred nine zero five zero ninety eight nine. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line seventy one three zero seven. When we get back, Rachel Dolezal. She's got a new gig now. Yeah, she's doing something different. We'll tell you what that is in just a minute. Uh, this is the Charlie James Show. News Talk ninety eight nine W O R D, the voice of the Carolinas. Well, hey, you know what it is? It's uh, it's uh, Black History Month. February is Black History Month. And um, what better way to celebrate that than with a woman who used to be African-American, but, uh, well, she wasn't, and then she was, and now she is again. You might remember Rachel Dolezal, this woman who is masquerading. I mean, this was, let me tell you something, folks. I'm a white guy. I'm a Caucasian individual. Rachel Dolezal is whitey white. All right. She's not just white. She is like um, uh, King Arthur flower white. That's how white she is. Um, she she is. Uh, let me tell you how white she is. She is as white as Elizabeth Warren. Just as white. 
Do you remember that? Elizabeth Warren said she was Native American. She took a DNA test. It came out that she was whiter than the average white person. So she was she was whitey, white, white. She was. Well, Rachel Dolezal decided that she wanted to um, be oppressed, you see, and uh, claim some sort of an uh, some sort of oppression. So she decided to masquerade as a an African-American person, woman. Right. Well, somebody got wind of this and they outed her and she finally had to admit she was even the head of the Sacramento NAACP. Right. So she had to step down from that. Obviously, she was outed, humiliated, embarrassed, and she went away for a little while. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I know you were worried about her, but don't be. Because Rachel Dolezal is back. You might remember this woman. It happened back in 2015. She is the white woman who was ousted as the NAACP chapter president for pretending to be black. Now she's back in the headline for her newest jobs. She's working as a teacher at an Arizona elementary school while also potentially raking in thousands of dollars a month as a risque OnlyFans model. What? Now, these are some photos of Dolezal working with children at the Sunrise Drive Elementary School. She's an after-school teacher there. She's reportedly making $19 an hour in her teaching job while also selling content on OnlyFans for $9.99 a month. Promising content like an uh, 18-image explicit collection and R-rated videos. Now, the update on her life, it's going viral on social media. One person writing, she shouldn't be allowed anywhere near children. Another saying, setting aside the porn stuff, she shouldn't have been hired in the first place. A simple Google search was all that was needed. Unbelievable. Others are seeing a different side, though, saying, I see no problem with her side hustle of OnlyFans. She's not forcing anyone to buy it. Uh, Sean Emma, she does now go by a different name. So the new name that she goes by is what's listed um, in that elementary school as uh, she's listed as an employee there under her new name. So, all- so, so she's got another identity. So she, she, she's a white woman that masqueraded to be black. Now she's teaching kids, and she's got an OnlyFans page? Holy cow. No, man. Let's go to Gene in Greenville. Gene, welcome to the program. How you doing, my friend? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I can't, well, I'm not going to respond to that. I wish I could, but uh, give some time to it. Well, you know, you, you do know, Charlie, uh, as we've learned, that that uh, sex is, is not a biological feature. It's, it's really a a cultural construct. So, for example, guys like you and me, we were assigned our gender, okay? Yeah. See, now this woman was assigned her Caucasian status. But that's not why I called, Charlie. I want to get back to the subject. I'm very, very distressed, very distressed. I shouldn't be. I should rejoice in all tribulation, as the Scripture says. But today my day went downhill. I was in a doctor's office. And my in the uh, waiting room, my wife is looking at the TV station they have there. See, I can't see the TV, yeah. and she's reading a headline to me, and she says, "Gene, what does this mean? <clears throat> Nikki ahead in the primary? Charlie, I almost had a stroke right then and there." Who is so, reporting that Nikki Haley is ahead well, in, that, that, in the I, primary? I wanted to see if I ask my wife questions, yeah. she gets mad at me. Oh, so I, <laughs> so I gotta. <laughs> okay, all right, so. All right. 
I want to know if you or anybody in your audience is aware of such a headline or what or what it was, or maybe she could have read it wrong. I, I just don't know. But my heart is now palpating, waiting for your response. All right, the latest that I have, and this is from the Winthrop University poll that was released today. Today, Winthrop mm-hmm. University poll, Trump, 65, Haley, 29. He leads her by 36 points here in the home state of South Carolina. Okay, so I have an interpretation of that headline. As I said, I don't know who put it up there. Maybe she's doing a lot better than they had anticipated. And that's what they mean by a head in the poll. Uh, Maybe. The <laughs> Maybe so. Well, you might be I mean, right. Listen, you know, you, you got to, you really, see, these people are demonic, okay? They yeah. know how to lie. They know how to misportray uh, uh, information or data. They, they they're worried about you and me. If we speak the truth, you know, like there's only one God. Oh, whoa, 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 you know, you're uh, misinformation. But they are experts at this. I mean, look at this guy, D. Mayorkas. Yeah. Look at him. Uh, I mean, and he does it so smugly. He's had a life. I mean, men, these are mendacious people. Among them, uh, the most of them is a, a man from, from New York, and his name is Chuck Schumer. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I, uh, good. I want to thank you. I can now sleep in peace. Tonight. There you go. All right, Gene. I appreciate it, buddy. But uh, just take a look at what, what, what these people might be talking about uh, very quickly here. If you go back and you look, October 29th of last year, Trump led by 32 and a half points over Nikki Haley, 47 to 15. And if you move now, now remember that was plus, where is it? Plus, uh, 30. It kind of, tapered off plus uh, 29 plus 20 and then it went to plus 30 again now we're up to trump plus 33 so it's been a little bit of uh waffling there just a little bit but right now we got donald trump leading nikki haley aggregate total um 64 to 30.5 64 to 30.5 so uh, folks but listen, I I don't want this to for, I don't want you to ever take anything I'm saying about these polls. You go, well, Donald Trump's going to win. I might as well not go vote. He's going to win anyway. Listen, these you never know how many Democrats are going to cross over party lines and vote in our primary. A lot of them are still eligible to vote in this primary. So you need to go out there and make sure that you vote as hard as you possibly can. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 